Welcome to Catching Up With from Down to Earth Conversations, where we hear updates from former podcast guests about things they've been up to since we talked. Kia ora. welcome to the second episode of this new little side project, Catching Up With, here on Down to Earth Conversations. These are short episodes with former Down to Earth Conversations guests about new and interesting things they've been up to since I last talked to them. I'm Andy Dixon, and today we are catching up with episode 5 guest, Julia Grace. Julia talked to us last time about her own journey with mental health, and her recognition that there isn't a line separating well and unwell, but that we are all on a continuum of mental health. It's a profound and fun corridor and definitely worth a listen. Julia joins me on Catching Up With to talk about how the journey of speaking into that mental health space is going. Her recent appointment as President of the Professional Speakers Association of New Zealand, and most excitingly, her upcoming book, Be Kind to Your Mind. This is episode two of Catching Up With, here's Julia Grace. Kia ora, Julia Grace. Welcome back to the podcast. Kia ora, and lovely to be here. You were our guest all the way back on episode five. Yes. And we're up to mid-80s now, so <laughs> that was a while ago. Um, Little five-year-old. I think we might have even been in lockdown when we first talked. I think um, we were, the, the believe first, it or not. The first big lockdown, and yep. you were writing crazy songs about yes. <laughs> being stuck in lockdown. <laughs> That's right, having hairy legs and, yeah, and was, putting up with all sorts of things. Yeah, my goodness, awesome. it feels like forever ago. It does, yeah. Mm. So, um, But yeah, so some people will already know you from that. If, if you're listening and you haven't heard that, uh, go back and listen to that conversation because there's a lot of gold in there, um, and you'll find out a bit more about who, who Julia is and what she's about. Um, but yeah, so I, I just wanted to catch up with you because you're doing some other cool bits and pieces these days. Um, yeah. When we talked, you'd kind of been doing the the speaking about mental health thing for a little while, yeah. but you were kind of still trying to find, you know, where's my place in it? What's my brand? You know, yeah. where do I sit in this space? Yeah. Um, clearly, you've kind of found a niche. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how's sat down. How's how's all that been going? Like, yeah, it's been going really, really well. And I, I'm just sort of looking back and reflecting on that time. I was in a period of really being determined to do the mahi in the background. And I was still speaking and presenting front-facing, as I have done the whole time. But I was very much... Uh, of the opinion and still am that you do the mahi first before you get the treats and yeah so I was very I was in a space I remember that year I also did a a, a block course like a one-year course yep. with Mind Health Richard Black from Christchurch yep. incredible work there learned a lot uh, of not only the process of helping others in tricky conversations when it comes to their well-being, but also having those conversations within myself. Yeah. I think we all go into these courses thinking, oh, I'm going to change and help everybody else. And then yeah. <laughs> by the second second round of, of sessions, you're like, oh, my gosh, I think I'm here to fix me. Yeah. Uh, and that was a really great thing. So that was part of that process of I feel like just continuing to upskill myself. So since then, I have on those uh, on that sort of 
theme. I have trained and qualified as a mental health first aid instructor with mental health first aid Aotearoa uh, through Te Pau and also recently as a youth instructor. So doing that mental health first aid specifically to young people. And that has been really, really just fascinating and deep and strong learning as well. Uh, and then while I've been doing that, I have continued to speak and develop my resources. So the the stuff that I teach has continued to be informed by what I've learnt, but also informed by what I've experienced and then what I've brought to the public, what they have said. That worked. I loved that. <laughs> I say it's like firing a whole lot of arrows out into a field and when you fire out 10 and five get in one spot and the people bring them back going, I loved that one, you think, right, we'll just we'll follow that little path and yeah, just nice. step by step kind of following that path through. And I'm finding myself in a space now where people are really resonating with what I do uh, and in an increasing way, which is really Really satisfying and really and both, encouraging. And both inside and outside the church from what I've seen. You're, Absolutely. You're in, yeah. involved all over the place. Yeah. Yep. So I've actually quite intentionally kept my work broad. I have come from a teaching education background. So I've taught in, you know, state schools for decades. So I've always walked this line in the space of, bringing my faith to the table in a way that is authentic for me and not exclusive for other people. Yeah. I, I just, it's very much part of my values that everybody needs good mental health support. Everybody deserves good mental health support. And just getting up and telling people that all you need is Jesus is not, yeah. uh, it's, it's just not a health solution. No. It, uh, you know, we, we don't do it at the hospital, um, I hope. We don't do it at the dentist. <laughs> We don't do it at the electrician, and so why should we be doing it at the mental health uh, specialty space? So yeah. while my faith is part of uh, Te Whare Tapafa, you know, Taha Wairua, my, my faith, my Wairua practices are really important to my journey, I always try and communicate that in a way that includes people, whether or not they come from a faith tradition that looks anything like mine or, or at all, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And you've obviously been doing well at it because recently you won an award. You yes. were you were in the education and advocacy section of the oh well, there was a whole lot of letters that I didn't write down, but <laughs> yeah. an international women's yes. award. Um, That's correct. Yeah, and and you won it. So congratulations. Yes. Thank you very much. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, like how do you even get nominated for stuff like that? People recognise uh, what. I'm doing, and somebody that I know who's who's um, you know been impacted by my work nominated me for that, and saw so she picked out the uh, education and advocacy part because that was really my um, you know my main focus. But that was incredible to be nominated in amongst this large group of women who are doing amazing things around the world. So all the way from education through to um, environmental issues and looking at social justice and change. And it was amazing to come to the table with all these incredible women. And then in my particular category, education and advocacy, to come first was a real honour. And to be recognised on a more global scale is really exciting. But it's actually, it's equally encouraging to see people around the world with the same passion for change. I think 
we look around and think, good grief, are we getting anywhere? You know, <laughs> is anybody growing up or are we all just, uh, you know, are people just getting more and more divided? But actually seeing a lot of people who are who are working very hard for social change. That's really encouraging. Yeah. Um, a part of your journey of late also has been becoming the president of the Professional Speakers Association of New Zealand. Yes. So, I mean, until you got uh, that role, yeah. I was unaware there even was a Professional Speakers Association. No doubt. So, um, but obviously yeah. there's enough people doing this, doing, yeah. you know, that kind of work to yeah. to make up an organisation. Can you just tell us about, like, what is it? Absolutely. Um, yeah. And then also, what's your role in that now? Yeah. So PSA NZ, which is the Professional Speakers Association of New Zealand, is part of the Global Speakers Federation. So it's a worldwide group. We've got uh, chapters or national um, bodies in countries all around the world. And these are speakers who make professionals make speaking their job. So it's kind yeah. of in the name, Professional Speakers Association. So it's a group of people who are already using their voice and using that as their as their job. And we have people who speak on a huge variety of topics, as you can probably imagine. But one of the cool things is that we get to gather together and communicate about the unique challenges and benefits of being a professional speaker. Like any job, it looks people see the, you know, the glamorous side. Yeah. People see people see the curry lounge and the and the, the flights and the fun and the stage. And I absolutely love my job. I cannot love it more. But people don't see what goes on behind the scenes, which is most of it, let's face it. Yeah. So it can be a lonely job because you're often, you know, you're usually the guest you're often a guest on your own or just with one other team member with you. And so you you move into big spaces with lots of people. And it takes a lot of energy um, to be, even when you're very much welcomed and embraced, <laughs> you've got to be on the whole time. Yeah. And so, yeah, people understanding what goes into the business behind that and how much work goes on in the team in the background. So we gather together once a month and have other supporting things. And we, we just absolutely love supporting each other, learning how to grow great businesses and also then having the chance to spread around the world. I'm speaking in Perth in March at the Australian Convention and then in India in February as well at the PSA Convention. I'm heading to Bali later in the year and speaking to people around the world about how to do their job better. Wow. So, that yeah. I mean, I love that idea that a, a very individual solo job Yeah. You've almost created colleagues, you know. You've, yeah. <laughs> you've you've got yeah. that space where you're feeling supported, yeah. which is actually so important. I mean, you you talk about mental health. You know, feeling yeah. lonely is not great oh. for your mental health. No, um, feeling like you're in this on your own and you've got to just hard yards it again. Yeah. Um, but having a whole bunch of people who actually get it, you just can't beat that. Exactly. And then like the opportunities that are coming from it. Again, yeah. like the podcast is all about ways that we can bring goodness and beauty and joy and, and those kind of things into the world. Yeah. And, you know, helping other people do their job well. Yeah. How awesome. You know? <laughs> exactly. Um, and if exactly. you're learning, like as you're doing that, you're learning yeah. more that can help your job 
that's fantastic too. So yeah, yeah, I'm really excited when I I heard all about oh, that. Thank and, you. Well, I I am the president, which means I I serve and I serve an amazing group of people, and I work collaboratively collaboratively sorry with an amazing group of people, and we don't. It's not competitive. It's very collaborative. It's people just going, "Hey, when you grow, we grow." We one of our wonderful ex presidents. She says, "Grow the show." You know, the the more we can do, the better it is for everybody. And so we we really work collectively on that, which is fun. Yeah, you don't have uh, a, a big campaign budget for when you're, you're going for president, do you? <laughs> My campaign budget was, do you want to be? Oh, yeah, okay, that sounds great. No, that was about the budget. Um, I was uh, vice president for two years and, yeah, cool. uh, under an incredible president. And then when it was time for her to change her role, um, I put my hand up. And, yeah, it's been, it's a privilege, actually. It's really cool. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, the last and probably the most exciting thing of the things I wanted to talk to you about today <laughs> is that yeah. you have a book coming out. I do. Um <laughs> Be kind to your mind. Yes, yeah. And do you want to tell us a bit about that? Where did it come yeah. from? When's it coming out? All that stuff. Absolutely. So it's come from a long, long journey. Most of the uh, the book is related to two things. So there's my story, my journey, and then the, the resources that I teach around the world to people about their mental health, about being kind to their mind. And then interspersed between that is a reflective element. So it's not just about my story, it's about your story. And I yeah. allow and invite the readers to come in and reflect and journal and to put their own uh, experience into the story and so I've been able to sort of look back I started with the point at which I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety sort of in that very um, unique period of time which was short sharp and, <laughs> and abrupt you know was when I found that diagnosis but I walked out of that situation thinking well that didn't happen in a vacuum how did I get here you know, how did I get to this point? So I kind of go back to the beginning and look look through my journey and through my story at some of the things that I probably brushed under the surface or pushed under the carpet, as we all do, and that have that have been signals or for foreshadowings of what what was to come, and then bringing that up to the point at which I was diagnosed, and then from there I look at what are the things that I do and that I teach around my mental health practice that work for me. So I only bring to the table stuff that I found useful. I don't tend to teach things that, I, if I don't know it, I won't teach about it. it. It's stuff that I've learned and experienced. And then I kind of wrap it up with story. And it's full of stories. It's full of fun. It's full of songs. And as you can imagine, um, all sorts of crazy goings on in my yeah. world because there's, <laughs> there's no end of those. It starts with funny and ends with funny. But in the middle, it's... Uh, it's got some really poignant moments and I've I've laid it all out on the table without infringing on other people which I think is really important when you're sharing yeah and uh, yeah I, I to be honest Andy I just couldn't be more delighted with how it's come out it's um it's been beautifully put together my daughter and my amazing designer have created something that's really beautiful and really easy to use and read and I feel like it just has it's it's fully grown, fully formed, and ready to ready to fly. 
That's really exciting because, you know, I've been to some of your workshops and things before. Yeah. And, you know, you can take notes and you can remember stuff. And, you're, I mean, you're great at providing ways to help people remember stuff. Yeah, yeah. But there's nothing like actually being able to have it there as a resource, you know, yeah. a thing that you can go back to. Um, and the fact that, you know, a lot of things around mental health can be quite dry. Yes. Um, they're very informative. Yes. But when you're in a space where you're not coping with life, informative <laughs> is not necessarily that helpful. Like it can be, but yeah. But if it's fun, you know, if there's mm. something that makes you come alive a little bit as you're reading it, yeah. that's so much better. So yeah. knowing knowing you and knowing that, you know, you can't get through a conversation without laughing yeah. um, and that that's what the book's going to be like. I'm yeah. really excited to read it. So um, when does it come out? How can people get hold of it? So it's available for pre-order now. It's available on my website and on all my socials, so juliagrace.co.nz, and we're pre-ordering now. It'll be posted 1st of December, ready for Christmas. So it comes, yeah, like like you said there, it comes with a lot of laughs. It comes with some big aha moments. I believe that we learn when we feel and we learn when we do. And science tells us both of those things. So if you can feel something, you'll have an aha moment far more likely. And then if you get to do something, then you're going to really consolidate that learning as well. So for me, people joining in, reading, uh, and then to add to that, I've interspersed seven of my favourite tracks off my albums through the book and each book then comes with a free download of those songs so people can nice. basically download the soundtrack of the book uh, listen to the songs as they go through I've put them into context in the story and so it feels like it's quite a immersive experience you yeah. can read with me laugh with me cry with me um, sing with me <laughs> and then that becomes that was just an easy way for me to go hey what can I do to add something to this that's my mm -hmm. gift as well and that was a really that was a bit of a no-brainer yeah pun, in, pun intended no pun intended yeah so <laughs> each of those will come with that and yeah the pre-release has been open for maybe 48 hours and and there's just been a whole bunch of orders through already which is just so encouraging yeah. just to go hey people are ready to hear this and to be involved yeah and I feel really strongly that the time is now the time is right awesome What's next for Julia Grace? <laughs> what a great question. Uh, to bounce a podcast off the back of this. So part of the book, the reflective part, is called The Chihuahua Club. I talk about saddling up a chihuahua, how I've been knocked off my high horse and get back on small horses, and now I'm on my <laughs> saddling on my chihuahua. <laughs> so The Chihuahua yeah. Club, the reflective part, is kind of like, you know, for all of those of us who have been knocked off our high horse at times, maybe been disappointed, been heartbroken, been just, you know, we've just been thrown an absolute curveball and we're just like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. And yet we've been able to get back up somehow, climb back on our little chihuahua and sort of trot off. And so for me, joining those reflective chapters, they're literally called the Chihuahua Club and it's like time to saddle up, <laughs> you know, let's talk about what's there for you. So nice. the Chihuahua Club is something that I want to um, – to bounce off there and then also we'll be offering a subscription so people can come and just be part of something that's a little bit more personal yeah. and yeah just just so we can have some other conversations and talk to other people who have been maybe through similar experiences or very different experiences but have had uh, similar emotional journeys 
which I guess goes back to what you were saying about the the professional writers thing. You know that the yeah. knowing you're not alone. You know, being able to share with people who get it a bit. Absolutely. Um, and yeah. I mean that's been huge in my mental health journey. So yeah. Um, oh, that sounds really exciting. We yeah. very much look forward to that. Um, I'll put you. a bunch of links in my show notes so oh, people really can find your book it. and you. um, your socials and things. Uh, thank you for taking time to talk to us today and thank you for what you're continuing to do to bring a bit of heaven down to earth awesome absolute pleasure e tō mātou matua i te rangi kia tapu tō ingoa kia tau mai tō rangatira tanga kia mea te tau e pai ai ki runga ki te whenua kia rite anō ki tō te rangi Humai kia mātou ai nei, he taroma mātou mō tēnei rā Mūro mātou hara, me mātou hoki e muru nei I o te hunga, e hara ana kia mātou Aua hoki mātou e kawea, kia whakawaia E ngari whakorangia mātou i te kinoa